2: Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
1: And we're back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, with part two of the Scobro Show. I am Behind the Steel Curtain co-editor Dave Schofield, and with me, as always, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, you still doing good?
3: Always. Always. Doing good. On Tuesday nights from 9 to 10, Mm -hmm. when we're on here with our Steeler family.
1: Yeah. This is this is good. I was funny. I was trying to check out, you know, kind of what we're doing, what we're looking at in the live chat right now, how people are feeling and and stuff. It's funny because everyone kind of has a different idea of how to fix the Steelers running game. Okay, three components. Three components, in my in my opinion, to make a, a successful running game. You ready? In no particular order. Running back. Blocking, scheme. Yeah, Those three things have to come together for a successful running game. And notice some people are like, well, some of that was some big runs busted out early. Yeah, that was true. But the Steelers were up there and rushing to start the season and then finished at the bottom. But once teams figured out that Matt Canada's stuff was and his motions were only on running plays. So when they saw those motions, they knew that the Steelers were going to run. I mean, seriously, none of those motions were in pass plays. You know, Jeffrey Benedict goes on and on about that. So the scheme when it came for running was extremely lacking last year. The blocking for running, whether it be execution or philosophy, right, had a lot to be desired in the run game. Yeah. Personally, I didn't like the philosophy. I don't like them not firing up. That's just me. Um, and then, you know, you know what it looked like offensively? Yeah. There was a
3: scheme for the running game mm-hmm. and there was a scheme for the passing game. Yep. And they were about, oh, I don't know, this connected. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for those of you for listening to audio floor, podcast
3: form, my hands are up and they are not touching each other. Yes, it was. I mean, basically... There was no connection between the two. So it was
1: eventually easy to figure out which one was going to happen. Before the ball was snapped, the defense knew if it was a run or a pass. Correct. That doesn't work. Nope. That doesn't work. So I'm glad the Steelers are at least realizing that was a big problem. Now, if you look at that as being the only problem, then you're not going to make a very big jump. Right. Correct. So, you know, me, I'm like, I like it when you wa- you're watching a football game and they turn and they give you the all 22 view or the end zone view, um, which is where my season ticket seats are, which is my favorite view because that's where you stand as a coach during practice. Um, And, and they show you the play on a replay and they're like, oh my goodness, look at that hole. My grandmother could have run through that hole. That's when you have a good running game. Yeah. Okay. Hand the ball off to grandma. Let her get five yards. Right. Because you are moving the line of scrimmage and you are opening up the the lanes for the running backs. To me, that's the number one thing with the, with the running game, but you've also got to have the runner that can do it because (laughs) I mean, we've been there. I mean, I'm not going to say if this was from my coaching days or my playing days, But I remember, oh, offensive line could open the most beautiful hole for a running back who ran the wrong way. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I don't think the Steelers have that. But there are times where it seems like when you go back and look at now, granted, we have a little bit more aerial view when we're looking at the all twenty two stuff afterwards in the coaches film that you can see it better. That it's a whole different game when you're looking at it eye level on the field. But you can sometimes you can see that there were creases open and the running backs did not hit those creases. So I, I believe firmly with the Steelers, it was all three. What do you think?
3: Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, We, The the scheme was terrible. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Well, the scheme eventually was easy to read because it was not connected to the passing game at all. Exactly. Exactly. Once that was the case, you were trying to ask the line who was primarily asked to pass block to run block and they couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And then... You had a back that you had backs that weren't going to be able to take, mm, poor, mediocre blocking and turn it into anything. Yeah, that's where we got. You know, that's where we got spoiled with Jerome Bettis. Yeah, because I mean, you know, if if a play got blown up, Bettis
1: was still good for you know three yards. Yeah, he could he could blow somebody else up. You know to. To, to get what he needed to do. So to me, it's funny because with the run blocking, it almost looked like the Steelers were trying to disguise whether or not they were running or passing by blocking in the same, with, with the same mentality. Like mm-hmm. not wanting to get the linebackers or the defense to be able to read, read the offensive line to see if they're running or passing. And all that did was make it to where you couldn't run as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, they were telegraphing what they were doing anyway. They're trying to disguise it by how they were blocking. Wasn't, wasn't going to be one thing. So um, here's the other question. Can the Steelers upgrade their running back room with just one more player? Does it only take the one player to take this running back squad to that first class level?
3: Now, I'm going to pick on you just a tad. Go ahead. That's a bad question. Why is that?
1: Because it's a yes or no question? Because the answer is always yes. Well, no, but there's a follow-up. No, it's not always. So you think one... uh, one, One player, player to make the difference? Because it just depends on who the player is. Well, that's the question. You give me Barry oh. Sanders in his prime
3: <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you mm-hmm. take that
1: room and you just transformed it into something spectacular. Because the question is, is that type of player available to the Steelers at this time, either in free agency or the NFL draft? That's anymore, the question.
3: I'm, I, anymore, I'm not sure that player even exists in the NFL. That's
1: that's why I asked the question. Is there one player like that that can change your running back room that could make it from mediocre to first class? Is that possible? And if so, is there, I mean, you're thinking, well, what's possible out there somewhere, but is, if that player is not available, whether in the draft or in free agency, then it's not, if you know what I mean. It's not possible for the Steelers. So the question is, what's the best chance of the Steelers having an improved running back room? I'm not saying rushing attack because we know it takes more than that. What's the best chance for them to have an improved running back room for this season? Is it to go running back with their first pick in the draft? Is it to say, you know what, let's, you know, is there really anyone out there worth getting? I mean, some people were thrown, you know, they're, Players like Duke Johnson are available. Todd Gurley's available. Mr. naked Get Robbed is still available, who hasn't seen much success outside of the Steel City. But would a player like that really make the difference? Or is it really they've got to go in the draft? And then the question is, what happens if the guys they really like are already gone by by the time they get to 24? All right, so...
3: Could the Steelers, okay? So, so you know, could the Steelers, yeah, you know, really get their running back room to where it needs? Could get, yes, but it's gonna it's gonna take you know, um, multiple guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm not saying this is what it would take. I'm just going to give this as an example as maybe something like this. Okay, and that would be doing something like. Drafting one of those top three guys, Mm -hmm. and signing a a free agent like Mister Butt Naked Get Mm Rob, okay, and then trimming the fat elsewhere on the on on the running back in the running back room. Okay, and you've then, I won't say turned it into a great running back Mm -hmm. room, but you've definitely made a very noticeable upgrade. You know or at least yeah. what appears to be a very yeah. noticeable upgrade. Okay. So now, then it comes not down to- I'm saying that, that, that yeah. not everybody's on here. Bell, not, no, I'm just no. saying that. Yeah, whether yeah. it be you get somebody like Bell, you yeah. bring back somebody Thomas. like Connor, you, you, go, you get go get you know, that, there's that some guys veteran left guy that has carried the ball a good bit, okay? Mm-hmm. And you have him in there, not necessarily to carry the ball as much as the, they were used to, but to sprinkle in with- one of those three guys you could get in the draft, sprinkle in a little Anthony McFarland, see what you got.
1: Yeah. You know, and it. what the Steelers do might, by the time the draft is done, and, you know, remember, the Monday after the draft is when you can sign players that don't count anymore towards the compensatory formula. There was some misinformation out there on Twitter land today that said that the Steelers are no longer in line for a – that's not true. Because Alualu didn't leave and then they signed these other guys. Guys like Miles Killibrew that came in on a what's what's it called? The veteran benefits. I can't remember because I write it down. Basically and the I, vet then. Yeah. That they're under a special salary. They don't qualify for the compensatory formula. So the Steelers are still going to be in line for at least one or two picks, and they'll probably still have other guys, you know, maybe lose other guys, but they but but they'll see. But you could even sign someone the Monday after after the Monday after the draft that doesn't count towards the compensatory formula. So you could see that, but if you don't see a lot of Steeler fans don't see the action at running back in the draft and in free agency come the middle of May that they thought they were going to see, then that means that the Steelers believe a whole lot more in Anthony McFarland than what than what we realize. Uh, well, yes. Yeah. And I don't know if that's wise or not. I really couldn't tell you because I don't think there was enough of a body of work about it. So, but at the same time, we, don't, like, well, we don't have
3: enough film. I would have to trust that they saw yeah. what they needed to see in practices.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you got to look at a player like James Conner. You got to look at a player like Benny Snell. You got to look at Anthony McFarland. You know, didn't really get many carries from Jalen Samuels last year, although he played a lot of snaps. Um it still comes back to what good is it even if you add a free agent and a top running back, if you don't have the line to run block for it. So I, this is, I, for one would not mind the Steelers addressing one of these positions in free agency in order to address the other one in the draft. If you know what I mean, upgrade somewhere in order to do that. So um, they've already tried to work what they can with this game. So I think personally, I don't see the Steelers running game going from worst to first. But I mean, that would be, no. but we don't even want it to go to first. I don't even know if I see the Steelers running game going from worst to middle of the pack. You know, even if, even with a, if they choose to, like I say, I'm still not a big proponent of running back in the first round, but hey, you got to do something at some point to 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 improve this running game. I just want to see that I just want to see moving in the right direction because I think I know Ben's back looking like it's his last season, you know, the Steelers feel, felt like they were really close last year, which is funny cuz to the fans we don't feel they were as close the way the season finished out, but they feel like they were really close that they just need to 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 that they were really close to getting there. That the running game might take more than one season which is not what you want to hear about when it comes to Ben Roethlisberger but if you can improve that yeah. offensive line and running game for the next person past Ben Roethlisberger then that's going to help the Steelers much further down the line
3: oh uh, even better but see I, I still think with Ben Roethlisberger you, you don't need to have you know a top 5 running game but mm-hmm. you can't have a 30 one second running help running though game. yeah <laughs> you know it, it, <laughs> it, it, if if we finish in run department, say around 20 last year, how much does that help? <laughs> 20 gotta, versus
1: 32. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, just finish that's 20th in the league
3: instead of 32. Yeah. And just think about what potentially trickle down effect that has into our passing game. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So improve it. That's first.
1: Uh, I I I agree. So it's got to be building and moving in the right direction. That's the biggest thing, is going in the right direction. You want to, We want to see the success of the offensive line going in the right direction. I Honestly, I just think the infusion of Kevin Dotson will help. I also don't want to put too much pressure that Kevin Dotson is the savior, if you know what I mean. No, um, that's an think, awful lot think, to do. Think,
3: think about this. I think then it will help. Think about this for a second. Okay. Would you – do you feel that there could already be improvement on the offensive lines ability to help the running game just by putting Kevin Dotson and Zach Banner on the field together?
1: I think it's a good possibility. We got to see how Banner's knee comes back sure, and, and everything. And, and remember, Dotson was playing last year with a chip on his shoulder because not getting invited to the combine. He was ang- there was an interview this week about him. You know, he was anxious about the draft and everything. Didn't know if he had proved himself enough to get drafted. The Steelers drafted him. So he continued to need to, to prove himself. Great job, great story. He's just got to keep up with that. And I and I think he will. I think he will. I just don't want to put I don't, don't want to put, put because... the whole weight of the Steelers' offensive line. No, but once fourth you see... round draft pick Kevin Dotson because yeah, once you see what a fair. guy's
3: got it's what he's got. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got it. Okay. He wasn't he wasn't fooling people last year. You know, he wasn't succeeding because you know, mm-hmm. he was he he was tricky and fooling everybody. No. He was just beating people up.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like the story from him from college where he would come to the line and tell the defense we're running right here. Yeah, and then they would snap the ball, because in other words, he was saying, "You're not going to beat me no matter what." I, I can I, tell you I'm where big, we're going. And I'm, I'm gonna bad,
3: and there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. And exactly. that's how he played last year. So once, once a guy has that, yeah, he has that. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, if you want to go to the other side of the football, okay. Mm-hmm. The the first thing that comes to my mind on that is is, mean Joe Green, mm-hmm. he was big. He was bad. He let everybody know it, and he just had it, and he yeah. always had it. Yep. So. Yeah. So it's so, going to be interesting. I, to see. I, I already think that there, there are things happening with the offensive line that are going positive. I'm with you. I don't think they're done. There's still yeah. some more that needs to be done. And I, I'm also with you, in is in terms of thinking, well, is that going to happen draft? Is that going to – yeah, where, where is that going to happen?
1: You know. because I will tell you this. You ready? Bold question. In 2 years from now, are any of the running backs who are currently on the Steelers team still on the Steelers? No. Maybe McFarland just because it would be the end of his rookie deal. But sure. but no. I I I don't. I think you're going to see you're going to see some cycling through. You know, maybe Derek Watt. If you throw him in there, if he start, if they start using the fullback and he continues doing his special team stuff, but probably probably not. Probably not. So um, anything else you want to say before we go to our big question? No, let's get to the question. Do you Leave want the big question? Okay.
3: No, get, right. the big question? Okay, no,
1: good. All right. Big
3: question. Okay. Don't don't answer yet. Okay. You people in the live chat, not till we put it out. Into the chat,
1: yes. Follow directions. Well, the, right and now you, they don't even know what I'm it in. is. Okay, but follow. But I'm directions. going to give you this disclaimer. I had I had no names. i following directions all day. Yeah, no names. You are not putting a name out there. You are going to be putting specifically a number or one word. Okay, this is my question to you, Rich. You're going to answer this first. In what round? In the 2021 NFL draft, do the Steelers select a running back? Your options are one, two, three, four, six, and seven because they don't have a fifth round pick unless okay. they were to trade into the fifth round. So you could yeah, say five. I was going to say five
3: because I knew that. So or I, remember,
1: gonna... don't answer anybody yet because it's not there. Or you write the word no which means they're not going to draft one or say, no, we're Okay. Where do you think they go running back? Come on, people. I even said follow directions. And, and y'all are yeah, You know what? I'm, I'm taking note of these names, and I'm not going to bring them up when they put them <laughs> up later. Uh, I'm taking sorry, note of the names.
3: it a day of people not following directions <laughs> for me. Kathy.
1: <laughs> there you go. You've got to answer, Rich, so I can put this out there.
3: I'm going to answer. two you're going to say two you want to say one against my dream from last night and i'm going to say two you want to say one but you want to say one just because of my dream but i'm going to say two
1: and there it's out there in the chat i will now be bringing it up i don't remember all the names because too many of you didn't follow directions but um well someone put you could have put none or you could say what jack bauer said zero okay don't draft a running back okay um, this is my answer. It's a Dave answer, it doesn't actually answer the question. Um, but to Carlos Smith, I'm, I'm gonna put it up there because it's he's cheating. But this is one. what one, one through three or none. That's my answer. Either go big or uh, go. See, home. if I was allowed to go more, that's the direction I was going.
3: Okay, I wasn't Kyle, going in. after three. Kyle says two. Thanks for agreeing with me, son.
1: Awesome stuff. stuff. 1983 says one. Oh, James Garnhart be- says three. George says, hey, Felicia. <laughs> hey, Felicia. Uh, SteelDog88 says two. Mark Rainey says one. Gyro says one.
3: Demetrios,
1: Demetrios, okay, says one. Um, and I'll give you my thoughts on this at the very end. Kathy says three. Master of Puppets says two. Ezra, I'm, I'm, he said it before I put it up there, but I did it anyway. He said negative one because he said it. Uh, before he broke the rules. Um Steelers Pittsburgh says in the second, just me. I'll bring you up anyway, even though you jumped the gun too. Uh four. Okay. Wes I'm not bring yours up because I said no names. Um Henry But we will says I two. will say that
3: I will give you the round one credit there. Yes, he, he said round, round one. one. Yep.
1: Okay. Um Anthony says round three. Stacy says six. Okay, see that's where I don't want to see running back. Yeah, I don't want to I see running back, run back there because that's, that's
3: that's that's a waste of a pick. This,
1: this jumped on me. I, I gotta go back to where I was. Okay. Michael O'Malley says two, John C says two, um, Donald Nolan says, yeah. what was <laughs> that part? Yeah. Okay. <Public laughs> D-ye. 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 okay. Um, um, Jim, Jim, we're well, gonna say Jim says two. Um, McCarthy, how hard McCarty. is that? I'm sorry, I've almost said McCarthy. Come on, um, Bill jumped the gun, but I'll give his as well. He said two. Faustino says three. John C says two. Kyle Smith says two. Garrett says four. George says two. Um, Felicia says hey to George. Um, Mark Mark Tobin says two. Jeff Lauderdale says three. Um, Matt Stofko says two. Okay, I'm going to bring this up, although it's not answered the question. But I, so I could have skipped it, but I'm not going to. Russ says he predicts two running backs get cut after the draft, so he's saying even before training camp. I don't know about unless you mean sometime after the draft for the season. I think they'll carry him through camp, and then because yeah. the last thing you want to do is have someone go down for the season. Correct. Okay. Gyro says one. Okay. Um, Sadie May says two. No one you know says one. Anthony Godwin says no. Okay. Um Kenny DeWitt says three. I oh, no, okay. see so you skipped Tyler W. That's
3: actually, you know, a pretty interesting point. Yeah,
1: he said pick 40, meaning they're either going to trade back or trade up. Correct. I can see which is kind of right in there where I talked about. Uh, yeah. I think I was David uh Kano says one. Um Brian said the same kind of thing, two, but not in our spot. Okay, gotta be sooner. Okay. Yeah. Um some people, okay. <laughs> West said sorry, I missed the no name thing. Um was that Recco or Rico? I don't know. Parsons says round one. I see West did it. Th- I can bring it up. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, you can put it up there. There you go. Okay, Mark and Mark Rainey says one. And Bert says says round one. Russ says round one. I already got Sadie before, too. Um, Debbie Dickerson says one. Jamie Carlos says one. Anthony Goodwin says three. Okay. And Donald says that he loves that I attempted the French accent. Notice he said attempting. Shaquille says two. Okay. (laughs) Felicia says she's not going to do it. (laughs) She didn't follow the rules, and I saw her. Um, But no, Felicia, I'd still put it up there. uh-huh. Ezra says one for number seven. And then Robert says two.
3: Okay. All right. As, yeah, I'm looking at these and it, definitely I'd say we saw the most for, for round one, um, followed not too far away from round two. Yep. Um, a few threes sprinkled in and a couple of others. Yes. Um, which, which, yeah. Most people are feeling we're gonna go running back somewhere in the first three mm-hmm. rounds. Yep. Uh, would not surprise me. I, I'm really with you though. If we don't go, if we don't go by the third round, not worth it. Yep.
1: We're here's Costino saying, Hey, thanks for the shout-out, Dave. First first time live. Hey, glad you could join us tonight. Glad you could join us tonight. Here's my here's my biggest thing. And I say about a first round running back, and a lot of times I say it's because, well, the the longevity, everything else. I'm going to admit part of it of why, I mean, I know who I would like those guys. You know, the top guys. And I'm like, I really wish you didn't have to go round one. Side note. This was one I think I was going to say earlier. There was, um, I think it was a PFF mock draft, two round mock draft that came out today. Michael Beck brought to my attention. They had the Steelers going edge rusher. Edge rusher,
3: yeah, not their happening. first two picks. No, nope. with
1: in and listen, and in their round two pick, they had both center Creed Humphrey available, and there had not been a running back taken. They had no yeah. running backs going in the first two rounds. No, not, not and they not had happening. the steel and they had the Steelers not doing that to take a second edge rusher. I'm like, okay, that's, I say, this is why I don't do full league mock drafts because I don't want to screw up something that would obviously that team would not do because that would All be right. crazy. But I'm going to tell you when it comes to running back in the first round, part of my problem is I don't pull up coach Tomlin. I pull a coach Tomlin in the playoffs, not a coach Tomlin yes. every time, uh. meaning where he says we don't live in our fears because we've added that we don't live in our fears except in the playoffs. Yeah. because they didn't go for it on fourth and one. But that's kind of our thing that we say. Um, Here, I want to bring running, this one but Hold on. What I said about okay. living in my fears, just, I just want to finish this. The running back position to me is one that is so easy for a player to lose significant games or even the season. Yeah. I didn't do it with last year's yet, and yeah. I need to. But, the, but in 2019, there were only only a third of NFL teams had their leading rusher play in every game. Only one third. That means two thirds of the league had their leading rusher miss at least one game. And and that's guys that ended up being the leading rusher, let alone guys that would have been leading rushers, but missed more games. So part of me is like, if I mean, imagine, you know, you get that, that, that first round draft pick. And then all of a sudden, boom, you got nothing the first year. Because because something happens, okay. It could happen at any position. It really it could. could happen at any it could position, happen any, Really, but for some reason, running back is the one that 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 makes me live in my fears the most. Uh, it,
3: there, it's just because of the nature of the position: running the ball, catching the ball, blocking everything. They, they're just greater chance something could happen. I mean, my, some of my yeah. poor fantasy teams, all those poor people that you know. Had the first or second pick in their draft and either had, you know, Saquon Barkley or, you know, Christian McCaffrey.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. We know how well that turned out. All right. You got to let me bring this up because I like it. All right. So Ezra says, Najee is pepperoni. Antienne is sausage. Javante is mushrooms. But really, we we just need to order a pizza. Pick a (laughs) topping.
1: I might have to steal that, Ezra. Yeah, I might actually really you know, good. topping. Which one do you like the most? And you know what's yeah. crazy? I might like. Well, it's funny because I don't eat fungus, but out of the list there, I might like mushrooms the best. But that might not be what Mike Tomlin likes the best. That might not be what Kevin Colbert likes the best. And that might not right. be what like any of anyone else does. But you're right. I want the Steelers more than anything. I want them to take a player that is going to make an impact on this team for years to come if they're available at 24. Meaning the last thing I want, I I, I said this earlier, this was kind of the gist of my article at the website. The last thing I want to happen is to have the Steelers have an amazing prospect in their eyes, drop to them at 24, and they can't do it because if they don't take their running back, then they're not going to get them. You know, I'd I'd love for the running back to drop to him. That would be fine. But what if it's not? What if it's not? What if quarterback? I doubt it's the quarterback. What if it, I told you, I think I said it last week. I did a mock draft where, my goodness, Kyle Pitts was available at pick 24. I'm like, who are the idiots running these other picks? No way he's going to be there. But if he is, my goodness, should the Steelers make that pick? Then the last thing I want them to do is to have to fill out a running back card
3: because they have to go that route. All right, I won't blame the Steelers though. Like, what if they decide they want to go that running back route, but are able to figure out a way to trade that pick at twenty four,
1: mm-hmm.
3: move back ten spots, pick up an mm-hmm. extra third or fourth round pick, get your running back, and be able to get another player as well later in the draft.
1: I I could see that. I, you I, know I could what? live with it. I'm also okay with the Steelers with the Steelers getting a phenomenal player at pick 24 that they didn't expect to be there. And next thing you know, they're also picking at pick. I don't know which team it is. I'm making it up, so please don't hold me to this. At pick 39, they get that, and they only have one fourth-round pick instead of two. You know what I'm saying? If that's what it takes to do it, I'm okay with that too, you know, if you want to trade up. Um, right, I don't get know get if that w- I don't chat. know if that would do it or not. I'm just I because I, I didn't I haven't crunched the numbers, but yeah. All right, we got a so, super chat. Yeah, before we finish up here,
3: Evgeny Crosby four ninety five four ninety five four ninety nine in the tip jar. Thank you. Uh, the NFL is not a passing league. It's a whatever gets the job done that particular week type of league, whether it's passing or running. You know, he's kind of right. Yeah. There. Yeah. We, we say that the NFL anymore is a passing league, but it's not totally. It really can depend on your matchups who you're playing and and how you match up against them.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Cause you know so. what? You can be that great running team. Like I pointed out in um uh, in the Steelers vertex coming out tomorrow, which I'll tell you now. It's on Tyson Aloalo. Um, since he um did his change of heart and is coming back to now the Steelers. Face. We didn't talk about that because it's been talked about on other podcasts since, which is fantastic. But um, something about him is that b- before he was injured, my goodness, the Steelers played two teams in back to back. Actually, they played they played the top three running attacks in th- from from the 2020 season in three straight weeks, and the first two they held under 100 yards, right? In the Browns and the Titans. And then Alo gets hurt six snaps into the Ravens game, and they run for two hundred and some yards. But um, but but still, so the point is, you could be one of the best running teams in the league, and then someone could come out and shut you down running the ball. So you've got so that's right. You've got to be able to do what you got to do. Yeah. I'm excited to just I just want to know who I get to cheer for. That's what I want to know. You know, I I, I think about these guys. and Everything else isn't run back, which I'm a. I'm okay with it because I trust the Steelers. I really am. If that's what they need to improve the running game the most, do it. If in if improving the offensive line with your top draft pick is what you need to do in order to, to be able to improve that running game, do it. Okay. If you need to fire your offensive coordinator and, and hire another one, they did it. Okay. So I, I bring on the draft. I can't wait for it. So um, make sure you're you're checking out behindthesteelcurtain.com. It's there. For all your Steelers needs, we are continually bringing you con- crazy content all the time. Make sure you check it out on the podcast. Rich, you have any final thoughts before I ask you your final question? No, sir. Okay. I don't know. If you're like me, you just want to know what are they going to do? Who are they going to be? when the When the Steelers come up on the Thursday night, are we going to find out that it's going to be a running back? Is it going to be some other great player? That's all right. All I know is that when that moment comes, I'm going to be excited. So,
2: how do you feel about that moment? I can't wait. See you next Tuesday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.
0: Define an opportunity.
2: Imagine talking to millions of people across the US like I am now.
0: Identify a problem.
2: Creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad.